Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are uh, in June, June uh, Tuesday the 7th. Uh, this will be broadcast. Good morning. We're excited about that. Uh, Kathy and I have actually working ahead of time because we're going to be uh, graduations uh, for high schoolers. Yep. And your family. Graduations, and my, proms, my trips, lots going on. <laughs> going, going to Croatia with our leaders. That's going to be fun. And um, <clears throat> You know, you shared, I think, yesterday a little bit about your Turks and Caicos experience, how beautiful mm -hmm. uh, that was, and what a privilege it was, and covenant life it was. And uh, I just got back, uh, London and I got back from uh, Florida, Miami. Uh, this we was took the Formula One race, Formula right? One. Uh, we took uh, Aiden, who's a big, big fan, and knows, <laughs> it was kind of fun, uh, he knows all the drivers, he knows about everything, how they, you know, where they came from, how, what they oh, were. Oh, I bet he was in heaven. Yeah, and so he got <laughs> to explain all that. We were there with uh, uh, Dave Dunkel's family, uh, mm -hmm. Melissa and, and uh, his son Dave and, and her, uh, his wife and two little boy, two little kids. And The grandkids came? The grandkids came. They, uh, Excellent. Uh, they were fun to see and uh, it was, uh, a lot of a lot of cool uh, supernatural stuff, really, and in favor. Uh, first of all, just going to the race. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got to go three days, so it's two days of practice, um, and then they qualify, which is a big deal. And they, it qualifies what what rank they get when they start the race. Okay. So if you start at the front, you're likely to finish at the front because mm -hmm. uh, because it's not easy to pass. You know these cars. And uh, interesting enough, the first four. They qualified on Saturday, were the first four uh, finishers of the race. Mm. Uh, so it was, it was really fun. But uh, how fun! <clears throat> a couple things is that uh, in Florida, particularly in in uh, May, uh, in Miami, it's going to have afternoon thunderstorms. Oh yeah. So uh, we have our um, uh, weather, you know, weather uh, forecast, and it shows every day thunderstorms right around around the time they're going to be on the track. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we got together and we said, well, you know, wait a minute, you know, uh, we got to pray that this goes away um, and that we just ask for dry, dry weather. Father, could you please, you know, move this? What he got to say about that? And he said, I'll, I'll do it. And so we, we received it. We believed it. It didn't rain any day. Oh, that's so fun. You have to love it, God's favor. I there. mean, yes. not at all. Even and it was going to be windy. No. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it was it was remarkable just to see that um, mm -hmm. there's you know the people attending this race uh, is probably you know half a million plus you know it's it's mm -hmm. a lot I and mean, think of the traffic it's problems. a big deal right uh, and the parking <clears throat> we had uh, we had thought we were going to have shuttles but we didn't we had to we had to drive the cars so we we uh, you know originally looked at parking lots that were available and they're like. 30 40 minute walk uh, oh wow to get there and of course linda you know is like i don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> so um well we prayed uh that 
you know, would you give us a parking spot so that we could walk right into the gate, you know? And so we're just driving up this one road. Actually, I was driving past the uh, racetrack um, and I was trying to think, well, I mean, I should probably turn right, turn right. And he said, no, keep going. And we, we went and we find this uh, guy on the side of the street with a, a sign parking. <clears throat> so <laughs> I flip around and do a U-turn mm-hmm. right in the middle of the street and, and come up and he says, okay, yeah, sure. He said, you, this is my last spot. Uh, oh, wow. Have this last spot. And so we took it, you know, and we walked two blocks to the, to the gate. Oh, uh, excellent. It, and Linda was thrilled, you know. And then so the next day uh, we come back and we go to the same spot. He said, I'm, I'm, uh, I've already full and I've got people reserved, so I can't do it. He said, but my brother-in-law, <laughs> just turn the corner here. He's down there. Let me call him and uh, see if, he, if I can get you in, into his place because he's not really doing much to rent it. Uh, right. And so he answers it, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so we turn the corner, park in his spot. Uh, it was actually cheaper. It was really cool. And then the next day we said, hey, we're going to come back the next day. I said, yeah, come on, come on back. Uh, and we wound up the next day. So we were, each day we parked two blocks away. Uh, That's amazing. And we didn't, have, we, didn't, we didn't have to walk 45 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, Aiden wanted to, you know, he wanted to see the cars and, you know, get up close and, uh, see the drivers and stuff. So uh, we would go into into the park, uh, particularly the the day of the race, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, we were uh, we we had Linda. We sat her in in the in the spot. Uh, and then I'm going to go buy a shirt and a hat, you know, from the race. Right. So we go. We go to this place. Uh, nope, uh, we're sold out. We don't have any. And so we we go. We have to go over this bridge and down and. We could have gone left or gone right, um, and Aiden says, "I think I think we should go right." Okay, let's go right. So we go right. There's a place there where um, they had a shirt my size and they had a hat. So I'm I'm sitting there doing it, and and he turns around, and uh, uh, the uh, the lead guy. This is uh, uh, they're sponsored by a variety of big shot you know guys like Ferrari, right. uh, Red Bull. And Ferrari are the two two best uh, companies and racing okay. guys, and they they usually win. But one of those two guys win. They've got some deep so pockets. He so turn, <laughs> he turns around, and there's a uh, uh, a Red Bull kind of a uh, kiosk and a platform, mm-hmm. and he notices a lot of people around it. So he he walks over and says, "What's going on?" And they said, "Oh, uh, Max Schumacher, who's the." Uh, 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 no, not not that's uh, Mick Schumacher, but uh, uh, Max Verstappen mm-hmm. uh, is the lead driver of Red Bull, and he's already won three races this year. Wow! Um, and he said, "Oh, he's up there." Uh, and doing Aiden a, probably recognized that name right away. Yeah, oh too. yeah, <laughs> doing an interview, uh, and so oh, um, and they said, "Is he going to come back down here?" He said, "Yeah, he's coming back down." So. Aiden, you know, hey, come on over, come on over, you know, and so we get a we get a video of uh, of him and Max Verstappen, and they get it, you know, they just there, and so he got to meet him. Uh, That's great. And he got he got uh, autographs, and uh, the whole thing was was spectacular. 
you know, just because we turn right instead of left, you know, and mm-hmm. and God gave great favor uh, to Aiden, and so now he's got he's got some cool stuff. And then we went to a uh, event uh, called Haas Experience, and they interviewed the drivers, and Aiden got pictures with them, and um, and then the 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 lead guy there, uh, Schumacher, he's he's Mick Schumacher, he signed Aiden's uh, uh, cards. Uh, so we're walking out, and as a gift to everybody, they gave a hat and a, a photograph. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had said some of the photographs are autographed, but you know you, you, you're just going to have to take what you get. Some some will, some won't. So we're walking there, and we're we're getting past where they're handing out the the pictures. And this one lady says to Shira, who's Aiden's mom, he says she says, "Here, come here. Yeah, you don't want to keep walking. You want to stay right here." Why? Because you're not going to want to miss what I'm going to give you. And she gives him a photograph with both driver's signatures on them. Oh, no way. So Aiden got, oh. Aiden got his things signed and these photograph with both signatures on it. Um, and he was, you know, he was just flying high with it. And, uh, and then we were watching the race and, and Max first stop and won, won the race. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. What a great, great yeah. time with your grandchild. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And they, uh, believe me, those cars, I said, man, I would love to drive one of those cars. I bet. <laughs> they, they were going as high as 250 miles. Now, do you wear headphones or something when you're there? Is it that loud or do you not have Interesting to do enough, um, you know, we were prepared for that. Uh, at the, I remember I told you at NASCAR. Yeah, we had to wear headphones absolutely hundred percent right. because okay. it would have it would have. But these guys, these motors are so fine tuned, mm-hmm. and we're sitting the third row right on the track, right? Um, the seventh row right on the track, and uh, they were so fine tuned that they did not bother your ears. Wow, you could hear them. That's impressive. You could yeah. hear them, but it wasn't it wasn't like the NASCAR that. <laughs> It yeah. was going to blow you, blow you away. Interesting. So, you know, we got to see their, their races, uh, 56 laps. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just remarkable. And we were at a place where uh, we're at the end of a long straightaway. So they're coming 220 miles an hour down the straightaway. Mm-hmm. And then a sharp turn. And we're at the sharp right. turn. So we okay. get to see them come down. They downshift, make that sharp turn, uh, and then get and see them accelerate again. You know, so it was... Just we got to see three days of you know, spectacular, uh, fast and and racing and oh that's so fun. Um, and then we had uh, we had this great thing and we uh, <clears throat> we got this restaurant. It's like well where where do you want to go? And they said well you 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 choose it you know. And so um, I got I just got online and looked and uh, found this one place. I said I think I think it's supposed to be this one you know. And so we go and it was uh, we had an outside veranda. Uh, along the water, uh, an Italian restaurant, and the guy was mm-hmm. serving us was from Italy. So we got oh. we got to, we got to talk about you know where's he from, how did he get here, you know, and he spoke spoke Italian, and uh, and we had just just that time alone of just sitting there enjoying like you you did with that uh, time mm-hmm. at Kirks and Caicos. It was uh, all all covenant. It was just. <laughs> You know, God, God just says, how, how, how did I do on that one? You know, like, yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> so, I love uh, that. Uh, and so Aiden, Aiden had great memories, and it, it has great memories. So uh, it's really fun. Of course, he's already planning. He's already said, uh, you know, I graduated from college or high school in two right? years <laughs> in May. And in May, 
they have the Formula One race in Monaco. So, um, hey, Oprah, oh, Oprah, oh, you know, save there up. You go. Save up because we're going to Monaco. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's great. That's so great. Fun. Dan and I have been to Monaco once before. When we lived in Germany, we, we took a trip down to Monaco. How was it? It was impressive. It was gorgeous. Um, you know, of course, we're young. He's a second lieutenant at that point. And, uh, you know, and we're staying in, you know, not great places and everywhere we went. But, uh, oh, my goodness, we had so much fun. But we were in awe of what you saw there. Um, the car is there for one thing even, but it, it truly was beautiful countryside, just yeah. beautiful countryside, but there is a lot of money in Monaco. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Dave Dunkel. It was, it was, was interesting. Uh, we were uh, again at this race with Dave. He was, he was telling Aiden about Monaco and uh, I think it was last year uh, that a friend of his right at the last minute said, Hey, do you want to, mm -hmm. you want to go to the F1 race in Monaco? Dave said, yeah, sure. Uh, so he, he goes and he said that uh, because of the traffic, his friend arranged for the hell. He got a helicopter oh, no way. to go over that and land right there at the racetrack. Wow. And he said uh, and they were sitting there having dinner and lobsters and all this stuff while they're watching the race. You know, so he said it was pretty spectacular. The difference like between um, Monaco and um, Miami, where it was, Miami was a racetrack. Mm. Right. Uh, Monaco is on the streets of Monaco. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I mean, so wow. it's, it can be narrow, you know, and you got to, it's really yeah, tricky. Yeah, those, those are very narrow streets. Really tricky. So it's not a, it's not a wide track. Stunning cliffs. I would, get I would get lost in the scenery, much less the road. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was it was nothing. We talked about Covenant and we were blessed uh, to great. experience it. And uh, something, you know, I'll, I'll uh, it's one of those again, those things of life that you, mm -hmm. uh, particularly because I like speed so much, is that it's it's just a thrill to see mm -hmm. the giftedness of guys that can do that. And then right. the cars and how well they're done. And, you know, we, we saw, uh, this is this is hilarious. Um, <clears throat> they have a wreck mm -hmm. um, and uh, the front end of the whole car is smashed. Right. So they, <laughs> they bring them around, they literally, take off the front and put on a new one a whole new front a whole oh new my front goodness. and you know 20, and then put him back in the race 20 right? seconds and he's back in the race and it's like that's crazy man how skilled is that you know that they could figure all that out and they right, do it. by the way right. the uh the red bull um uh when they go in you probably heard of the what's called the pits you got to go in the pit to change your tires yeah, yeah. and all that uh red bull uh, and they, they announced the times, but Red Bull uh, changed four tires in 2.5 seconds. Wow. Now think about that. Wow. That's it's like, crazy. It's like, did they even go to the pit? <laughs> They're in and out. Wow. 2.5 seconds. And, they, and they've got the, how, yeah, how they do got the technology. They got the technology wow. down, you know, and the team down, the practice of it. And. You know, I just I just appreciate uh, excellence, yeah, and, and giftedness. So it's really it was really fun. Well, we've been talking about covenant, and uh, last time we talked about um, our role is to get wisdom. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked uh, Psalm thirty four of uh, basically uh, say I don't need to put up with that, and um, uh, uh, I think in our uh, sequence of things, uh, I think. Teresa, let me see if I have that information here. 
Teresa will not have aired yet. No. She will not have aired, right? She'll be airing for the first time this coming Thursday, so day after tomorrow. Um, okay. She will be on June okay. 9th. Well, she, uh, as you as you take what we said about, um, you don't accept mediocrity, and you and you say, wait a minute, mm -hmm. there's more to this, and she, she you got to listen to her stories because she's. She's the par, par excellence. Amazing. Wait a minute. We don't need to. Wait a minute. You know, and this is about Lydia's house of hope. And yeah. serving, God gives her some holy discontent for serving sure. Serving the unprivileged. And, and she in. noticed that, well, these, these people are getting food, but they're, they're going back to their squalor. She says, wait a minute. That's not right. You know, we got we to gotta think about this. And, yeah. and God delivers, you know. And, and that's, mm -hmm. I think that's how he wants us to, to live the beautiful, exceptional life uh, that's unique to us is mm -hmm. don't accept mediocrity. Uh, wait a second, let's pursue peace. Uh, okay, well, let's keep going here with this aspect of uh, receiving wisdom and listening. Uh, go to Psalm 85, seven. It says, show us your mercy, Lord, and grant us your salvation. Uh, interesting enough, there these are two, you know, you'd read these words in the English and it's like, oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. uh, well, <laughs> um, they're two very, very powerful words. Mm -hmm. uh, it's show us your mercy. The word there is covenant loyalty. Mm -hmm. uh, show me and I'll be a receiver of your loyalty to the covenant. And may I experience that and show that and, and give me salvation. And the word salvation uh, in scripture <clears throat> is interpreted usually by evangelicals as a transaction. You're mm -hmm. saved. And yeah, you, you don't go to hell, you're gonna to go to heaven. Uh, and, right. and you go in a transaction because you know where you're gonna go. But the word salvation, is, the root word is really healing and deliverance mm. and fullness. Oh, uh, that's good. And so show me your covenant and deliver me as I seek what it is that you have to speak to me. And if he's showing it to you, by, by definition, where are you at? If he's showing it to you, where are you're you at? You're with him. Well, you, You've gotta be with him. <laughs> You've gotta be with him. Um, he's not talking about it. Mm -hmm. He's not preaching about it. He's he's, he's showing, literally showing showing it to me. You. How about this? Yeah. Like like he's done like he just did for you and I. Uh, okay, go to uh, Proverbs twenty four fourteen. Proverbs twenty four fourteen says, "So shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul. If you have found it, there is a prospect, and your hope will not be cut off." Okay. Uh, so wisdom, if you find it, uh, he said it's going to be beneficial. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the word there for your soul is that it's in the very essence of who you are. It's, gonna, mm. it's going to uh, stimulate the excitement of life, the joy of life, the fun of life, uh, the things that thrill you. Um, I'm going to touch your soul, kind of like I mm -hmm. got to experience with Aiden, is the excitement level God touched his soul. He said, here, let me give you mm. my wisdom and touch your soul. Um, uh, and he says, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, life to you. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're going to receive it uh, in, a, in a big, big way. You know, so what a privilege that is for us to pursue wisdom and be a recipient of that only because we have a heart to. Mm -hmm. uh, and he says, you know, uh, receive it and live it out because... Our role is to is to have uh, demonstrated uh, wisdom and understanding. Okay, let's go. There's some cool verses here in, in Psalm 119. 
<clears throat> which happens to be one of the longest psalms. It is the longest psalm in, in the scripture, Psalm 119, uh, verses 26 to 30. All right. 26 to 30 says, I have declared my ways and you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your precepts so I shall meditate on your wonderful works. My soul melts from heaviness. Strengthen me according to your word. Remove from me the way of lying and grant me your law graciously. Yep. For I have chosen the way of truth. Your judgments I have laid before me. Yeah. So it's, um, uh, you know, uh, I ask, you answered, you've, you're teaching me so that I can understand, mm -hmm. you know, your way into the covenant. Um, I am uh, strengthened according to your word. I'm uh, choosing the way of truth. Uh, and he says, so as you have a heart to receive and listen and pursue is that the, the covenant is delivered by me walking with him. Mm -hmm. And he says, uh, may I be taught that way? May I learn that way? Uh, mm -hmm. It's not complicated. It just, it's just a way of practicing of it. Okay, jump up to uh, 33 to 35. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Yeah. Uh, so he says, you know, teach me, uh, give me understanding. Understanding mm -hmm. is uh, context. Here's what I'm up to. It's not just blind, do this. Right. Uh, it's uh, may I understand the way of truth. Help me understand it, and I can keep it. Uh, and then he says, and this is cool. He says, make me walk in the path of your commandments or instructions. Mm -hmm. So you know, basically it's saying, in other words, I give you permission, God, to right. make me walk in your way so that you can deliver the covenant to me. Um, and I would like you to, to make that happen, happen. Right. Even past my fuzziness or past my... Uh, mm -hmm. stubbornness or past my tendency to go to flesh uh, would uh, I'm willing to have you keep moving me into that place because I, mm -hmm. I want to receive your wisdom okay right. go to uh, 45 to 48 yeah I just want to point out real yep. quick that where it says make me walk in the path of your commandments um, I love to and you've you've pointed this out in other teachings before one of the ways that he makes us or causes us to do that when we have a heart to go it that's really describing how we cling to him yes you know that is i'm choosing to stay with you and because i'm staying with you that makes me to go where you want to go you know it makes me on the path that you're on because i am clinging to you and that's naturally where i will go just yeah. like the toddler clinging to his father's yeah. leg yep. if he's clinging to his father's leg he will make him go on the path he's with yep. because he's with him i'm going with you yep yeah sorry go ahead what was the uh, next 45 one to 48 to um yes 45 to 48 says and i will walk at liberty for i seek your precepts I will speak of your testimonies also before kings and will not be ashamed. And I will delight myself in your commandments, which I love. My hands also I will lift up to your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. Okay, so um, uh, he says that you know, I'm going to be in freedom. I mm -hmm. uh, get to be in freedom with you. So see, following his instruction isn't oppressive. It's, it's mm -hmm. releasing you into the joy and freedom of life. And he says... Right. I'm going to delight myself in your instruction. 
I'm going to lift up my hands to your instructions. He said, which I do what? I love that. I love. (laughs) Okay, now think about that. Why would you love anything? Mm. What does that mean if you love something? Because truly you find it valuable and and absolutely amazing to yourself, you know? Yeah, it's that when you hear the word, I love love that, Uh, you know, like I got to go to that race. Hey, I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Because it stimulated me to the uh, essence of my soul. And he says, I, God, I delight and I love your instruction. Mm-hmm. I love your instruction. Okay, now, mm. if, you, <laughs> if you love his instruction, why would you love his instruction? It because goes, it's takes beneficial. You, it, it takes you it, where? Where does it take you? Right to, to him yeah, to, and into his best. Yeah, yeah. Into, into the covenant. Um, is that, well, I love doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, see, a lot of people, when I talk about obedience and following, it's like, well, yeah, but I think God's going to make me do stuff I don't like to do, or he's going mm-hmm. to oppress it. He's going to be oppressive, or he's going to send me to a place I don't want to be, or I don't want to be part of it. Um, it's going to be something that's not enjoyable to me. <clears throat> well, then, see, David could never have written, well, I love it. Right. He would say, I, oh. I put up with it. <laughs> so I don't want to, I don't want to give away too much before they hear Teresa talk, but I don't remember if it's the one that she's on for June 9th or June 16th. I think it is the 9th when she talks about um, how she actually would, would see homeless and not see them. Right. And didn't want a homeless lady to sit next to her right, on the right, train. Right, right, right. And so you think about this though. What she describes going on, what God did, he took her heart and he changed her heart and made her love what he loved. And that was a prayer she had been praying. And so, whereas, you know, I think about somebody, you know, saying, oh, what if God sends me to do such and such? He's not going to send you to do that unless he also takes your heart to be fully in line with what that is, in which case at that point you will love it. Yeah. Because he will have worked your heart into this this passionate place for what it is that he has. Um, that's it. So I just think that's kind of fun because we see when, when she shares her story, we get to hear the transformation of her heart. Yep. Uh, jump up to uh, 105 to 109. This is a, yeah, uh, sure. this is a song, by the way, by uh, Amy Grant. Ah, <clears throat> all right. Oh, I remember this song. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn and confirmed that I will keep your righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. Accept, I pray, the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your judgments. Yep. Now, one more. Yeah. Oh, my life is continually in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. Yeah. Uh, so he said, you know, thy word, you're speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, what you've written is a lamp to my feet. In other words, I, I know where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a light to my path uh, and revive me and teach me your truth, your judgments, your life. Um, and I'm willing to do it. Why? Because I want to be on the path and I'll just follow mm-hmm. your instruction, your wisdom, your, your, your insight. Um, and it will light up my path. So the, you know, the picture here is... Um, uh, and I know you guys have done this because you, you're a camper. Yeah. Uh, when you're at, when you're out camping at night um, and there's no lights uh, anywhere, uh, in order to go on a path, which let's say you're gonna you're gonna go, uh, either get some water, or go to go to a latrine or something in the dark, 
what do you need? Yeah, you need the flashlight or you need the little, you know, oh, what the canister light that we'll carry around. Yeah, the, the, uh, the kerosene lamp. Yes. And uh, uh, where do you point it? Where do you point the flashlight? At the path. Yeah. Usually See, just, the, right, just, just right ahead in the next step. So it's dark, but if you point it ahead of you, right ahead of you, well, I know where to walk. Mm -hmm. um, and he said, well, my word, what I speak to you is like that. I'll show you step by step by step. Just keep it in front right. and let me guide you and I'll tell you the path. And in particularly uh, this analogy of when you're at the at night, <laughs> you're not even thinking, well, where is it going to go? I'm just fo mm -hmm. following the path because right. I know it's going to go somewhere good, you know. And and that's what God is saying is that, you know, let my word, let my instruction uh, guide you and be a recipient and have a heart. Basically, this is all about do you, do you have a heart to hear it? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to let me show you? Are you willing to let mm. me guide you? Are you actually, would you pray? And this guy's saying to us, why don't you pray, make me follow you? <laughs> right. Um, I'll do everything I can, God, to have you. God says to get you to follow me. Um, and really, in a way, you got to work hard not to. Mm. Um, and, and by not to, it's like, well, I don't care. And I'm going my own way. And I've got my own path. And, uh, and that's what I'm going to do. And so... Uh, as we, uh, you know, keep looking at this, we're going to look at, at, at more of this of the prayer and then the aspect of uh, margin in the, as we get this uh, wisdom. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, get wisdom, get wisdom, get wisdom. Uh, our role is basically, I'm going to give it to you. Mm -hmm. And if God's going to give it to you, what's, what's your role going to be? To receive it. Receive it. Yeah. All you got to do is be a receiver. Don't figure it out. Be a receiver mm -hmm. and walk according to his instruction. And by the way, and this is the question to all of us is, are you in love with that? Is oh, it, is it arduous? Or is it arduous? Is it difficult? Or wait a minute. And if you're not in love with it, then God says, well, you're not walking with me. Because if mm. you are, you're going to get in love with it. Why? Because right. it's going to be really beneficial. <laughs> right. And he would align <laughs> our heart with it. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you, see you uh, tomorrow. And uh, we'll be excited to catch up some more and uh, uh, we hope everybody has a good uh, good day and comes back and listens to more of the covenant and, and wisdom and uh, and how it works. So we're really excited. About yeah. That. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And as always, if you have questions that this is bringing up, absolutely shoot them in to us. Um, AF, questions at afjministry.com and send them in and, and let's get them on the air and start talking about them. Amen. So, yep. Have a great day. Thanks for joining okay. us, everyone. All right. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.